Hey friend, my name is Stephanie Peltier, AKA Honestly Mommy. I'm a homeschooling mom of five, wife of a very sexy cop, and an influencer and social media business coach. Several years ago, I started an Instagram page when I was three weeks postpartum with my second baby. I knew nothing about social media, but I have learned the skills necessary to grow a thriving community of women and earn a full-time income for my family. And now I'm sharing everything I know with you because I believe that you can turn anything you're passionate about into a business online. And I know that with the right strategies, you can also be a successful mompreneur. In this podcast, we'll discuss everything from marketing and sales to money and growth strategies, motherhood and beyond. Nothing is off limits and everything is the raw, honest truth. Welcome to the Influential Mama Podcast, where we learn how to wield our influence with authenticity. Hello, friend, and welcome back. Today, we are going to be talking about a very popular buzzword that is all over social media and really lends itself to a lot of confusion, and that is the niche. So a niche is not exactly what you would think. And I've noticed that a lot of people give it way too much thought. Like they put so much weight on finding the absolute perfect quote unquote niche for their page that it actually holds them back in fear and it keeps them from moving forward. So let's talk about that today. First off, (laughs) let me just be the first to say that I have been pronouncing it niche for ever. Like, number one, I know there's a huge debate whether or not it's niche or niche. And I actually went on and Googled the definition of it because I wanted to understand better, like what is getting everybody's panties in a bundle. But the funny thing was, is when I Googled the definition, they actually had the pronunciation right there and you could listen to it. Yeah. So imagine my embarrassment when they pronounced it niche. And I was like, oh, whoops, I've been saying niche all along. Um, So I don't know if that's maybe the difference between like the pronunciation because it looks kind of like French to me, niche, or if like maybe, you know, to say it niche is like more uh, American. I don't know, but we'll go with niche because that's what was on Google. So I'm guessing that's what was what's correct. Um, But if I slip up and say niche, Please excuse me. It's just what I'm used to saying. All right. So let's dive right in with the actual Webster's Dictionary definition of niche. A niche is a specialized segment of the market for a particular kind of product or service. Or it's denoting products, services, or interests that appeal to a small specialized section of the population. Okay, you might have to go back and listen to those definitions again or just type it into Google definition of niche um, and that's what's going to come up. I actually found that incredibly helpful because I feel like it gives a little bit of clarity to what a niche is and what it isn't. Basically, in my opinion, a niche is just a more specific direction for your page. It's helping your crowd to understand what they can expect from you, um, maybe what you're sharing, what you're selling. Like, 
it's not that big of a deal. And I hope that that definition actually makes it a little less scary for you as we move forward and we break it down. So in essence, your niche has to do with finding your target audience and being able to appeal to them through your messaging, through your branding, um, the products that you're offering. And that's why you hear so many social media gurus and coaches hammering away at this buzzword and just telling people, find your niche, find your niche, find your niche. Truthfully, do you need a niche on social media? Yes, 100%, because you want to be able to appeal to a specific crowd. You want a clear direction for your page. But I also think that the niche has been so overemphasized on social media that people can actually get too narrow-minded with it and they try to make their page too specific that it actually pigeonholes them into not going viral. While a niche is absolutely fundamental and important to getting started on social media, it also should not leave you feeling constrained, restricted, uninspired. It should actually open up the doors for creativity and content possibilities by giving you a clear direction for your page. So if a niche is what's holding you back from getting started, Let me just take the pressure off right now and say it is not that big of a deal. Stop stressing about it and just trust your gut and go for it. I bet you anything that in thinking about starting a social media page, you probably have kind of a thought or an idea, something that you're like, man, I would really love to see a page on this. Or I follow pages like this and I really resonate with them. Or man, this is a passion of mine that I would love to share with people. You are on the right track. That is your niche in my professional opinion, if I can have one of those, I personally believe that your niche should be whatever you are absolutely the most passionate about. Your your niche, if you want to call it that, is not going to necessarily fit into a pretty little box and it doesn't have to. You don't have to do what everyone else is doing on social media because really if you boil it down Your niche is more for you than for anyone else. And I think that's the big secret that the social media gurus don't tell you. They just throw around the word niche and they don't actually explain what it is, um, what it should look like, how to use a niche to help propel your page. But a niche is meant to give your page purpose and direction. And we will get really, really specific on that at the end of this podcast episode. So please stick around for that. But just know that when you hone your vision for your page into a specific niche, if you want to call it that, you will actually have an easier time repurposing the trends that you see, coming up with new content, like having posts, making captions, all of that, because a lot of it will be focused through the lens of your niche that you have chosen. So you're not constantly fishing for new ideas like, oh my gosh, what do I post today? Like, uh, what, what am I feeling inspired by? Like, no, you have vision, you have focus, you have direction. So you're just continuing to go with the flow of your page. Also, a niche helps your crowd to know what to expect 
from you. It makes your page more recognizable to others. It helps people to know and understand why they want to follow along. Like truthfully, your niche should be able to be boiled down into like a five to 10 second elevator pitch, if you will, and that is your bio. If I can't read your bio and get an absolute glimpse of who you are, how you're going to serve me, like what you're offering me by following along with your page, then you don't have a clear niche. Oops, I just did it. I said it. Niche, niche. Again, oh my gosh. I kind of feel like they're interchangeable these days, but niche. Okay, so in my course, The Influential Mama, which is kind of like my flagship course, um, I designed it to help women to launch a social media page from the ground up. Um, The niche is something we actually go over in detail in the very first module. We spend quite a few lessons on it because I know it is such a hang up for most people. But when you understand like the practicals behind it, how to choose the perfect niche for you, it's easier than you think. Like I have so many printouts in my course that will help you walk through the process and just kind of dig deep on the inside and figure out what is it that you're passionate about that you want to share with the world. Because (laughs) truthfully, boiling down your interests or your life or your passions into a niche can feel like such a big thing. But when you understand the process and you get a better idea of how to do it and what a niche should and shouldn't be, It's actually, truthfully, pretty easy to find your little corner of the internet and start sharing valuable content that will connect with your ideal audience. And, you know, there's another buzzword that is all over social media that nobody actually explains. What does it mean to put out and create valuable content? Well, again, that's a hard thing to define because it actually rests on your niche, It rests on your passion and what you've chosen to share with your audience. That's why finding a niche is so important and making sure you have the right one for you. When you are passionate about what you're sharing, you will naturally start to garner a crowd who is also passionate about and interested in what you're sharing. Therefore, when you share purposeful content, you will be sharing valuable content to who? To them, because they are interested in your niche. So hopefully that makes sense. And you know, that'll probably be a whole nother podcast episode in itself. But all that to say, this is actually an area I'm really passionate about sharing more on and talking about because I know it's such a big hang up for people. And it's something that my students have really had testimonies about, about how the Influential Mom course has helped them. So one of my students named Emily just started her page in January and I just loved her heart behind it. You know, we got to spend a lot of time just Um, chatting in those early days and she would send me like voice memos and like talk about like this is my dream for my page and like this is kind of what I want to see and this is my passion to share with the world and it was just so exciting and inspiring to see her work through what she wanted her page to look like and so she launched in January and has been consistent and sharing And since then, she has actually grown her page to over 11,000 followers in just 
nine months from knowing nothing about social media, you know, and really like, I loved it. When we first connected, one of her first messages to me is she's like, I have been thinking about this for so long. I have been wanting to do a page for so long and watching what you said and reading your stories. I thought, why not me? Why not me? Why can't I be somebody who makes this happen, who grows a page, who, you know, earns income online. And so I just, I loved her genuine heart behind why she wanted to start and her excitement and just vulnerability in saying, why not me? And she took a chance and she put herself out there and her page is doing so well and it's doing incredible and she's gaining hundreds of followers by the week. Like I was so proud to come back on after my little break this summer and to look at her page and go, oh my gosh, like at that point she had like 10,300 followers and I was just like, oh my gosh, Emily, like I can't believe this. Can you believe this? This is amazing. I'm so excited. And I say all that to share that why not you? Yes, it absolutely can happen for you. It can happen for anybody. All that you need is the building blocks and the fundamentals and the understanding and really a go-getter attitude. Why not you? Why not give it a chance? And what I love about Emily's page is that she has been so very true to herself and her vision for the page. Um, like I said, in the early days when she bounced ideas off of me and kind of shared what she wanted her page to look like, that's what it is. Like when I go on and I look at the reels that she's sharing and the posts that she's sharing, she didn't clone anybody else's page. I didn't create a mini clone of myself. She took the information that I shared in my course and she turned it into her own vision and masterpiece. And that has been what is so thrilling to me is to watch my students come into their own, to watch their pages take shape and just take a little bit of like their own personality, their passions, their interests, and see that be shared with the world. And like I said, all that I really think people need is the building blocks and some creativity. I think we allow ourselves to get so overwhelmed by all the information out there and like, okay, so you're kind of interested in starting your own social media page. So you follow, you know, a hundred Instagram gurus and one says do this and one's like, and, bleh, bleh, bleh. and so much information comes at you that you end up getting overwhelmed and not doing anything which is why I think a lot of people end up getting frozen in fear and never end up taking that first step forward. So let's rewind all the way back to the beginning of this episode and say that if a niche is what is holding you back, it shouldn't be because it's not as big of a deal as you think it is. Now, if I'm being honest, I would say that the days of the quote lifestyle influencer or like the typical, you know, Instagram mommy accounts are coming to a close. Truthfully, that's not considered a niche anymore because for the most part, unless you're a celebrity or you already have an established audience, no one really cares what you are doing on the daily. I mean, just being honest here. So in the beginning, when you're just starting you, your page, I think it is most important then to have a clearly established 
niche because you're starting to build rapport with your crowd. You're starting to build trust and interest and help people to, you know, just care about your life and what you have to say. But then as you grow, as you continue to share on social media, you show up in your stories, all of that, your crowd is going to get to know you a little bit. They're going to um, get a taste of your life, your, your personality or whatever it is. And then that is part of where your very niche pages actually turn into lifestyle pages, if you will, in kind of like a natural progression because you start from sharing very specific content that serves your audience and helps them get to know you. And then that turns into them starting to trust you, to like you, to being interested in your life and your opinion. And so, I mean, I've watched it so many times where a page that started out super niche was like always sharing, you know, really informative and helpful information. And then all of a sudden they kind of start like gravitating towards like sharing a little bit more about their life or motherhood or just opinions in general. And people love it because they've already built the relationship and the trust with their crowd. So I kind of wanted to say that because I feel like so many people are like, oh, well, I'm just going to be a motherhood page. Yeah, honey, if you're just getting started, you are going to have to be more specific than that. But do know that as you get started, as you start building your page, I think there is a lot of room to kind of naturally um, grow or evolve into a lifestyle page. So now, let's boil it down to some really fun specifics. Um, I told you that I'd get practical, we'd get specific. So at the end of this episode, we are going to like dive into how to find your niche. If you are confused or concerned about it at all, let's talk it through a little bit. So, okay, I feel like I've already been pretty clear on this and I've said it, but I'm going to say it outright. My number one suggestion Suggestion? Is that a suggestion? There we go. My number one suggestion, if you're just getting started and you're not sure what your niche is, is that you base your niche off something that you are passionate about, something that is like a core characteristic to you or makes you come alive, makes you just so joyful and thrive. Because really anything, anything, can be a niche. Like, I don't know if you've ever come across those super crazy, like, artist page where, you know, they, they crochet pink octopuses. Octopuses? Octopi. I don't know, whatever. But you know what I'm saying? Like, something so niche. And then they have, like, a million followers. And you're like, how did this happen? Because anything that you love and you're passionate about can turn into an excellent niche. Sewing, crafting, baking, homeschooling, fashion, makeup, skydiving, raising pigs. I don't care. I don't care what it is that you are passionate about. If you are interested in it, there are other people out there who will also be interested in it. So that can be your niche. But the key here is to find something that you feel like you could talk about for hours and hours a day and not get bored. That is the perfect niche for you. Also, I am a firm believer that your page should be a reflection of you. So again, I would highly suggest that you don't just choose something because you think 
it will be popular. If it is not something you are passionate about and that you feel you have something to share about that subject, it's not going to go well, okay? Most of the pages that I have seen go viral do so because they are unique. There's something new and fresh. So don't feel like you have to go along with what's trending. If you see like all the mamas right now on social media who are wearing, I'm sorry, granny dresses and, you know, they're all about like sourdough bread and like raising chickens and you're like, dude, that is not me. Like I am a city girl who loves my Starbucks and my Target trips. Don't try to be something you're not. Make your niche something that naturally fits you and your lifestyle. Then once you've settled on a niche, and remember, it's just whatever you're passionate about. Just boil it down to what am I passionate about and what do I want to share with others? Once you have that little tagline or theme or whatever, what I think is almost even more important than a niche would be your content pillars. Now, that is not something that I hear a lot of people talking about, but basically under the umbrella of your niche are going to be your supporting pieces of content on your page. So for example, if your niche is uh, sourdough bread, okay, I know nothing about sourdough bread, but let's just roll with it. If your niche is sourdough bread and that's kind of your umbrella, you could then talk about how to keep your starter healthy, um, recipes, baking techniques, etc. When you choose your content pillars, you want to try to have two or three maybe even four if you're really specific, um, of things that you want to be regular supporting parts of your page. This will help you immensely when it comes to being able to create content quickly and you won't feel like you're grasping at straws. Because again, even if you choose a niche, okay, so I want to talk about sourdough bread. Well, then you get on Instagram and you're like, but what, what, what do I say about sourdough bread? What do I say? Okay, so then now you have, that's where your content pillars come in. And you can go, okay, when was the last time I shared a recipe? Or when was the last time I talked about, you know, what you can do with the discard? Or it just helps give you clear direction on what you can be sharing. Then from there, you're going to start offering bite-sized pieces of information about your niche for others who might be interested. Because again, Once you have a specific niche, it more has to do about reaching your target audience. It's not meant to pigeonhole you into only talking about one thing. It's to help you find your tribe, your people, whatever you want to call them. It's about appealing to them. So you're going to start sharing um, information that maybe like you wanted to know when you got started, like backup. You five years ago, that is most likely your ideal audience. So if they were interested in getting started with sourdough, how would they do that? How would they go about that? Where do they find a starter? What's a healthy starter? How would they get started? What what should they know to get started on this journey? What are your top three tips that you wish you would have known? Information like that will always be valuable to your target audience because you're speaking directly to the things that they need to know. So that's where circling back your niche 
will directly lead you to your target audience. And that's why it's so important and why you hear the social media gurus just harp on it over and over and over again is because they're trying to help give you direction and vision and purpose, but they're also trying to help give you um, the ability and the tools to reach your target audience. And then of course, like if we're going back to our definition, which is a specialized segment of the market for a particular kind of product or service or denoting products, services, or interests that appeal to a small, specialized section of the population. Um, Particularly when it comes to social media, I'm just going to go out there and say it. If you're on social media, probably one of your goals is to make money through it. Am I correct? I mean, like, As moms, we don't have time to waste. I don't have time to sit around just posting things for fun. Like if it's not benefiting me and my family in some way, I'm sorry, but like it's got to go. So for me, social media became a way to earn um, just incredible amounts of money for my family uh, without ever leaving leaving my home. And I don't say that to sound like greedy or be like money should be, you know, your, your purpose for starting a page. No, it absolutely should not. But I do think that it should be a benefit of putting in your hard work, time, and effort on your page. And so, again, if you've chosen a niche that is based around your passion, you will naturally begin to be asked questions by people. So, I mean, that's actually why I'm doing this podcast episode is one of the number one things that people ask me about getting started is like, I don't know how to choose a niche. How do I do that? What do I talk about? What would I share about? And it boils down to your passion. So when you choose the perfect niche that is based around your passion and people start asking you questions, you will naturally be able to find and offer a product that is exactly what they need. And I'm transparent about things like there is a reason that I chose the name Honestly Mommy. So I'm going to level with you again. When I created the Honestly Influential page and the Influential Mama course, my whole goal was moms who wanted to get started on social media. It was me, you know, seven years ago when I was just starting. I had so many questions. I was completely overwhelmed. I knew nothing about taking nice pictures or videos or, you know, how to post on Instagram or hashtags or the niche. Like I knew nothing, but I knew that I wanted to do this. And so fast forward to where I'm at now. And one of the questions I repeatedly got to my inbox on my Honestly Mommy page is just like, how, you know, I'm just getting started. Can you give me me tips for how to get started? Um, Can you tell me what you did? Like I would get such in-depth information and questions. And sometimes I would spend hours a night like responding to people and answering their questions. Like, oh my gosh, like number one, again, (laughs) I don't have time for that. Number two, why not just create a course that gives people everything they need to know. It's a one-stop shop for all the information they need to get started. And specifically, it's designed and created for moms because we busy and I don't have time for a bunch of fluff. I don't have time to be overwhelmed with information. I just need somebody to give me the clear steps 
to get started. So there you go. I'm like in a nutshell. If you want to go look at my honestly influential page, which is my new-ish um, business page, you will or hopefully will clearly be able to see the niche that I chose that is based around a passion for me, but also a question. It's based around a question that I continually got from my audience, which was, how do I do this? How do I launch my own page? How do I, you know, become an influencer or start working with brands or make money online? And I was like, hey, I actually have the information to solve that problem for you. So that page for me is so, so easy. Um, I love creating content for that page. I get excited to create content because it's something I'm passionate about. And I never feel like I'm struggling. Oh my gosh, what do I, what do I talk about today? What do I post today? Because for me, I'm answering my own questions. I'm talking to myself seven years ago and saying, hey, babe, this is what you do. So it's simple and it's easy. Now, in the sense of, is it the perfect quote niche? Like, could I boil it down to social media coaching for moms? Yeah, I mean, I I think I probably could. And obviously, like, Instagram coaching is trending. But I feel like I took it one step further in what I'm offering to people because it's very personal to me. It's something that I went through and I know I am I am filling a need for people. So hopefully that gives you um, just a little bit better idea of what a niche should be. And again, it just takes the pressure off that it just doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be homesteading. Just because homesteading is popular right now does not mean that that needs to be your niche. Okay? Okay. Now I want to end with this. Once you get started and you kind of start rolling and maybe you answer some of those questions um, for people who are also interested in your niche or your topic, you know, you've answered, how do I get started? Uh, My top three tips for getting started, Uh, like information for beginners. And you've kind of put all that out there and you're sitting here going, well, like, now what do I talk about? Keep saying the same thing over and over and over again. That is truly what will make you stand out and what will make it your niche. Like, I know you feel like, well, I already shared that, so I'm just repeating myself. Nope. Say it a different way or, you know, film some brand new B-roll content, film a new reel, whatever it is. Like, say it a little bit differently, but continue to say the same thing over and over and over again. The average person follows like a couple thousand accounts on Instagram. So they are not seeing every single piece of content you put out. Plus, if your purpose for your page is to grow an Instagram following, you are going to constantly be getting new people who aren't going to scroll back a hundred posts to see, oh, well, what what were her top three tips when she just got started? You know what I mean? So do not be afraid to continually be sharing the same fundamental pieces of information over and over and over again in different ways. All right, girlfriend. Well, I hope that helped you. I hope that brought some clarity, that it took the weight off your shoulders. And truthfully, I hope that gave you the little boost that you need to get started. Truly ask yourself, why not you? I am 100% positive that if we sat down at my kitchen table, you know, cozied up around a couple of mugs of coffee or hot cocoa or whatever it is that you drink, and I just asked you, what is it that you're passionate about? 
What gets you excited? What is something that you could talk about all day? I bet you anything that if you if we just started a conversation, you would get excited. You would start sharing about something. And I don't even care what it is. It could be about potty training toddlers for all I care. But there is something in you that you love to talk about. There is something in you that you are passionate about. And it doesn't matter how simple it seems. Sometimes the simplest things can make for the best niche. They can be the most helpful subjects. So if a niche is what's holding you back, please don't let it. Don't let it hold you in fear and keep you from taking the step forward that could change your life. Because yes, social media can be life-changing. It can be fun and enjoyable. It can be a way to connect with others. It can be um, an opportunity for new adventures or events for your family. And yes, it could actually be an amazing source of income for your family. So my advice to you today is go forth and conquer. Sit down, think through your niche, write down what you're passionate about, and just go for it. Remember, you've got this, mama. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Influential Mama podcast. Show notes and links are listed below. And don't forget to come hang out with me daily on Instagram. And remember, you've got this, mama.